Welcome to another episode of Passions at Piers. I'm Paul Jenkins. This podcast explores the hobbies and interests of Franklin Pierce University faculty, staff, and students. My guest today is Dr. Mari Kelly, professor of history at Franklin Pierce University. Mari is joining us today for a special edition of Passions at Pierce. Thanks for joining us today, Mari. Thank you very much, Paul. Happy to be here. So in 2022, Mari edited a book titled Navigating Historical Cross Currents in the Irish Atlantic, a series of essays written in honor of Catherine B. Shannon. Can you tell us a little bit about the genesis of this undertaking, Mari? Sure, Paul. I published a book on Irish famine memory in the United States in 2013, and they issued a paperback edition in 2014. And during those years, 2012, 13 and 14, I embarked on another project, uh, which was the study of Irish Protestant nationalism in the United States. And that occupied me for several years. And I conducted archival research during those years. And luckily, I got the archival research done just before COVID hit. And during those years, 2017, 18, 19, approximately, I wrote up uh, what ended up being quite a lengthy article, which was published last year. But I wrestled a little bit about whether I would continue that research and turn it into a monograph. But so I had a decision to make and there was some hand wringing, but I eventually settled on an article. So that freed me up to consider the next project. One day in about 2018, I happened to be reading a Feshgrift. So a Feshgrift is an academic anthology published in honor of an eminent scholar. And I happened to be reading one, which is actually held by the library here, in honor of uh, somebody called Roy Foster, who also, in another connection, happened to be my external examiner uh, for my master's thesis many years ago in Ireland. He's an Oxford historian himself. So I was reading that and glad to see it published. And it occurred to me that I might put something together for Catherine Shannon, who is an eminent scholar on this side of the Atlantic and who has studied Irish and Irish-American history throughout her career. So I decided I would do this and I contacted her. I'm friends with her and she was approaching a big birthday at that point. And I told her I had a birthday present in mind for her, but it might be a year or two before I could deliver it into her hands. So she was delighted. And that set me forth on the process of bringing this project to fruition. So how is this publication different from the other books that you've authored? I know there's lots of challenges being an editor. Maybe you could talk about some of those. Sure. Yeah. Well, this is an entirely different project to my previous work. And I had published two monographs earlier, some articles, scholarly articles. 
but I had not ventured into the world of editorship for this kind of publication. And I knew very early on in the process in 2018, I knew that it would be difficult to, I, I was going to be spoiled for choice in terms of potential contributors. And I knew it would be difficult to get it narrowed down. Uh, Professor Shannon has a very wide reach in academic, in cultural, in political spheres on both sides of the both sides of the Atlantic. And I, I knew that would be a challenge. And indeed it was. I came up with 50 something potential contributors and I wrestled, wrestled to get that number down. And once I got to about 27 or 28 names, I, I received a very good piece of advice from one of those potential contributors. And he said, that is way too many. He said, you, you need to be thinking about 12 to 15 total. He said, you're never going to get a publisher. It's going to be too unwieldy. It, it's too much for one person. And that was wonderful advice at that moment, because I was I was planning to go full steam ahead, you know, with with 27 or 28. So I ended up at 19, which again is on the more substantive end of that spectrum. But things fell into place, I think, uh, very well. And the book ended up being organized in three parts. The first part is called Framing the Irish Atlantic. And we have a selection of scholars uh, who have kind of set benchmarks and thresholds in the field of Irish and Irish-American history. There were some big names there. The second part called Cross Currents, Identities and Incarnations, explores the evolution of Irish-American identity and history. And then the third part is more focused on Professor Shannon's impact in those spheres. And also features some prominent names in the academic and political sphere. And how did Dr. Shannon enjoy her birthday present? Well, she now she was delighted, but she is somebody who, you know, she's been awarded at least one honorary degree. You know, she's been fated in exalted circles in academia. She was very good friends with Seamus Heaney and his family. She would stay with the Heaney's in Ireland uh, very often. She was very good friends also with the individual who penned the preface to this volume, who also taught me in my undergraduate career in Ireland. So I was, I was delighted that he came on board for for this project and wrote a lovely preface. So she, you know, she's not new to this kind of a project and she's not new to the idea of some eminent names coming together to publish new work. So that's not to say she expected this. Uh, I don't. I don't think that. But I do think that you know she she rightly recognised that she has made a considerable impact 
in these fields and she knew the willingness on the part of the contributors to be part of this. And indeed, my finger had barely hit send in in the invitation emails to join this before people came back to me, some of them with with titles and abstracts. <laughs> which is a surefire tribute, you know, to her. And so I think she was very happy to be honoured in this way. And we had two launches for the book, two two different opportunities to honour her in person. One of them was at the Irish Consulate in Boston. And so the consulate staff were, were wonderful in terms of organising that day and some colleagues from here were able to come and some former students, which was wonderful indeed. So, yeah, she's, you know, we're in regular contact and she and I both are in regular contact with the contributors. So it's a nice way, I think, to, you know, to bring people together for somebody who is a senior person in the field and, you know, who who has entirely earned this this recognition. It must be great to have this behind you. It's always nice to finish a project. What uh, current scholarship are you embarking on now? Well, I have to say that it was a happy day when um, <laughs> when I I received the the first hard copy, the the first set of copies, and yeah, I mean, you know, all that goes into publishing a book. I mean, the the cover design alone, you know, took a long time. The formatting, uh, we had very meticulous anonymous readers, very meticulous, which is which is excellent but time consuming. So it took a little longer than I envisaged, but I was I was very happy last year when the book came out. So another motivation for this is that I'm a New Hampshire Humanities to Go speaker and I do a lot of programming for them. I do two different lectures and I host a set of book groups for them. And that's really a wonderful opportunity to reach audiences for this kind of material out Outside the classroom and I really I get a lot from it myself you know I've done a lot of zooms uh, since COVID and we've started back with in-person events in terms of the, the talks I do and the book groups and I I just find uh, these sessions to be so rich and meaningful and very often people will say I didn't know anything about this I'm delighted to learn something about my family's origin I went to Ireland to 10 years ago and it stoked my interest in history. They tell me things like this and I this is kind of a continuation, you know, along those lines. So yes, there are eminent academics who contributed to this book, but it's accessible, I think, for the interested general reader. Further along those lines, I was asked last year to write a chapter for a new Routledge companion to Irish and Irish American history. And God bless them, there are going to be 40 contributors to that. 
<laughs> so good luck. Best of luck. Now, there are two co-editors for that volume and they're going to be busy. I just, uh, as you know, Paul, yourself, <laughs> wrangling 40 co- contributors, all who have p- travelled these roads before and have published extensively, some sizable egos in the mix. But that is, that volume also, I think, crosses the threshold from purely academic to accessible and useful beyond the classroom. So that's what I'm working on now. And I have a May 1st deadline, <laughs> which is really fast approaching. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I hope to actually get there in the next month. Uh, so that's that's what I'm working on right now. That's great. Thanks so much for uh, sharing your time today, Mari. And perhaps one day we will see a Feshrift in honor of your work. In the meantime, readers, don't forget that Navigating Historical Cross Currents in the Irish Atlantic, Mari's edited collection, is available in the Franklin Pierce Library. And thank you so much for joining us today, Mari. Thank you very much, Paul. A pleasure. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes of Passions at Pierce on your favorite listening services. This podcast was produced in collaboration with the Marlon Fitzwater Center for Communication at Franklin Pierce University.